This is episode 101 of Train Smooth. That's right, I've changed the name from Ask the Coach to Train Smooth purely because people have been hitting the search button in iTunes or other podcast providers and 30 other podcasts show up from business through to sales and marketing through to other sporting podcast so just to make things nice and easy i thought i'd just change it to train smooth that's my brand anyway so the format won't change feel free to shoot me through all your questions to tim at trainsmooth.com and we'll shoot out a new podcast every day answering all your training nutrition and racing questions or whatever you got uh, so today's question comes from Kathy. I've been contemplating buying a wind trainer and was wondering if you think there are any advantages in using one. If so, what uh, would you be able to provide me with some basic programs to use it? Uh, yes. So there are a couple of things with this. I think wind trainers are great. A lot are now buying smart trainers. Um, I'll get into that in a second. But... For the most part, I think for most age groupers, wind training, riding indoors is will give you the biggest bang for your buck. For the most part, any session under ninety minutes is probably best done in on a wind trainer. You got full control of what's going on. There is no headwind. There is no tailwind. There is no hill or uphill. There is no downhill. There is no traffic lights. There is no drafting behind other cyclists. It's efforts. Um, for the most part, you want a purpose before going into any one of these sessions. So just hopping on and riding just for the sake of riding, well, what's the purpose of that? If it's just to get some miles in the legs for the, you know, because you need it, that's good. You've, that's that's your purpose. But they they come into their own if you're doing some VO2 work, some threshold work, um, some overgearing work. So depending depending what you're trying to achieve, recovery sessions, flicking it down into an easy, easy, easy gear. Um, math. If you're cycling, if you're doing math training on a bike, you're probably going to be better off doing it on a wind trainer than on the road because math math training on the bike will just kick your ass. So it's often. So you th- you'll be riding along thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling great." All of a sudden, the tailwind comes, and you're pushing it very, very hard just to keep your heart rate in that certain math zone. Or a downhill part comes, and you're pushing it ridiculously hard to try and keep that heart rate up. So that's when a wind trainer comes in perfect. I think, um, what's his name? Pete Jacobs uses a um, wind trainer for math cycling. And uh, from my understanding is he does three long rides a week on it keeping his heart rate in that perfect zone so it's up to you whether you think that's the way to go for a pro triathlete in the lead up to a massive Ironman I'm not a big fan of it but uh, I can't say it's exactly working for him just at this moment but not the shit on Pete sorry um, I've digressed slightly so yes I do think they're really good uh, a couple of things though I think they're mentally tough for a lot of people, unless you have sp- your speed going, a distance going, because it's that mental thing, and something else to 
keep your mind active some watches movies but a lot of people can't watch a movie personally I, I need a couple of things going when I'm riding indoors I need Zwift going which is if you don't know what Zwift is I highly recommend googling it and checking it out it's just your a little cartoon version of you cycling other places around the world so me I like to ride in um, like for instance yesterday I rode in London and then at the same time I had a concert of Metallica playing so my head goes between riding on Zwift then what's going on in, then watching Metallica play I, plus on top of that I have a session I don't use I always need a session so I have a whiteboard I write down what that session is and so I'm constantly going between the three concentrating focusing on the on my power or on the session I'm doing looking at the concert there's a lot going on but that's what I need and I can comfortably do most rides on in, the, in my lounge room now if I didn't have that, I would really, really struggle. And I found, in my experience, most people really struggle without a little bit of something. So a lot of people are dipping into smart trainers so they can connect it to Zwift or they can connect it to, to other platforms like Trainer Road. Um, for the money you spend for on um, a smart trainer, secondhand, you can get them for 900000 bucks. Um, I think can't help think you're better off buying a power meter for that price if you're going to outlay that i can't i know it's a big fashion at the moment you've got to go out and have a smart trainer but then go and go out on the road with nothing if you're going to fork that kind of money out six hundred dollars you've got a stage power meter and then you just sit on a wind trainer that you can get for a hundred dollars to me that just makes more sense that's what i do i've got a, a 13 14 year old wind trainer i still use and I've just got a power meter, and I and I able to ride Zwift and and other things just through through that. So I think that would be the biggest bang for your buck doing it that way. Um, and you'll definitely and you you should see more imp- people that ride with a purpose on each session. Spends who do most of their rides indoors have far greater gains than the ones that just do all their rides on the outside. As for sessions, it depends what you're trying to do. So, for instance, you might ride three times a week. Um, one aer- Let's say you do one aerobic ride that you can do outdoors in a group or you can just pl- put that movie on and just pluck away, put the miles in the legs. One, I would be doing short, sharp sets. So, you, I know every man and his dog does this and it sounds boring, but it, it's a really, really good session is that 10 minutes warm-up, 20 times 1 minute, so you do 1 minute hard, 1 minute easy, and then you do a 10-minute cool-down, or you can do a brick run off that as part of your cool-down. Um, and the third one, I'd probably be doing some... I'd probably do some low-cadence work, maybe 5-minute five minute, five efforts, uh, doing some low-cadence work, really pushing it out. If you have more than three three sessions a week, then you can play around with it a little bit more. But that that's just to get you going. There's tons of sessions out there. You can just Google. Well, I'm sure I might have some on my website somewhere. Yeah, um, if not, just Google 100 best wind trainer sessions and see what it comes up with. I'm sure you can get them. Yeah. And and I'm I haven't played around with Zwift training sessions at all, but they they do have have them, and I I have played around with Trainer Road ones. They're pretty cool. But yeah, if you guys have any questions, shoot me through an email, Tim at trainsmove.com. Till tomorrow, hero.